1: coach unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better from the fifth quarter studios in madison wisconsin you're listening to coach unplugged here is your host steve collins hey
0: everybody welcome to coach unplug hump day episode 504 today we're going to do a two-parter um we'll have an interview with uh with patrick um a, you know, it's, it's a good one. Um, it's also kind of leading into, um, kind of my business and, um, teachhoops.com and kind of how I've made that kind of my, one of my passions in life and how I'm hoping at some point to be able to help other teachers and, and, uh, kind of figure that, that avenue. So, um, it's a good, it's a good one. Um, there'll be a lot of great questions answered in there. So make sure you go over and check it out. And, Go call Dr. Dish right now, the most innovative shooting machine on the market. Mention High School Hoops and Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $300 off your purchase. All right, let's head off to part one of our interview with Patrick. Coach, uh, Coach Unplugged, I gotta make sure I hit the right button there. Um, Coach, So I, I was just getting off office hours for, for Teach Hoops and, and so I haven't read through your entire resume. So what I'm gonna have you do is introduce yourself to the listeners. What I usually do is have people go through and kind of discuss their basketball journey. And then we'll talk about how you've become an athletic director and gone to the dark side. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, so I hope my ADs listen to this. And, <laughs> um, and then he's my son's godfather, so I think I'm okay. And then um, we'll talk about the tournament and stuff. We're really excited about coming down. It's, it's snowed great. in Wisconsin. So we yeah. got to it's use the snow. So we're very excited, trust me. <laughs> All right. So go ahead, t- introduce yourself and and tell the audience about your your basketball journey,
1: Coach. First off, I appreciate you having me on. I'm Pat Holler, and I'm the director of athletics at Windermere Prep in Windermere, Florida. Uh, the journey has definitely been interesting along the way. I would say, um, I think that from you know Catholic schools in Pennsylvania, uh, you know to Oxbridge Academy in West Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, working for the people I've worked to, and then on my way up to windermere prep to to start to sort of adjust the culture of what we want our athletic programs to look like, and that 's something I think over the years of being in coaching, um, it's become more of a mainstay center focus of what what our culture is and what it needs to be. Um, I think I've learned over the years, and I'm sure you understand this very well, coach, that you can never win enough.
0: So it's got to be about something more than yeah. what the scoreboard says. Yes. If it's only, if, if my brother, I don't remember who told me this. He goes, cause I've won three state titles. He goes, if you're only happy, if you win your last game, you're going to have a miserable career. Steve. I remember <laughs> yeah. that very early. I go, I never really thought about that because there's really only like a couple coaches that are happy at the end of the year. Yeah. You know, I, I coach boys volleyball and we lost a in in, couple couple steps before the state tournament. But it was a fun year. I had so much fun. It was a great group. Um, but culture is that unique kind of word. Um, you know, I, when I took over our program, it was horrible. No, and it it took it took five six years to just build that. Slowly build that culture of here's the expectations. Here's what yep. you want. Here's you yep. know, and and then then it becomes like a family because every family has expectations. Like you better take out the the trash when I tell you to do it. It's no different in a team. A team is just an extension of a family, to be honest with you. And Um, and
1: it's something, you know, coach that we try to talk about with our, our coaches. We have a lot of younger coaches at the school. Find guys you can lose with. because You can lose with them. You can sure heck win with them. So that includes staff. That includes players. Like, you know, what's it like, you know, I'm sure you can understand this. And I've said this, you know, a lot of my philosophy came. So I was an assistant baseball coach in high school back in uh, PA at the Catholic school. We win a state championship. And I'm sitting in the locker room after the game, and we had won like 14-1 in five innings. And I look at one of the other assistants, and I said, this is it? Like, I expected to feel something different. I remember getting on the bus and saying to our head coach, who was my assistant in basketball, man, we got to do something different. Like, there has to be – it has to be more – worth our while than this, you know, you, you can understand this. I'm pretty sure you've gotten off a bus um, after a 30 point win and said, we're never playing like that again. Like right? body language was bad. The eye contact was bad. Timeouts were bad. The guys sitting on the bench were not into it. And you've gotten off a bus after a five point loss and said, that's it. That's how we're going to play basketball. Right. The ball, oh, yeah. People yeah. Move, defensive help talk. Bench was awesome. Coach, was, we just didn't win the game. You know, right. we whatever happened happened. We missed a couple of shots or made a bad pass here or there, and that's gonna, you know, that communication that'll all work ourselves out in the year. But man, if we play that way, we're gonna win a whole bunch.
0: Win a lot of games. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Trust me, this is live. We, <laughs> we, I've had I've had just. Can you wave to me, bud? come what? introduce yourself come on you can come say hi what's your name
1: Carson
0: Carson you play basketball
1: oh uh, yeah he's seven we're getting heaven
0: we're getting there he's baseball yeah too oh well you live in Florida everybody plays baseball in Florida' choice.
1: All
0: right, okay. go get it's nice out All right, man <laughs> oh gosh my so I've got a senior I've got okay. a senior um, and then I've got a freshman daughter, so I got a senior son and a freshman daughter. So I don't even remember that age to be honest. Yeah, so
1: we have uh, we have four of them. Okay. Uh, my oldest is third, fourteen. She's in eighth grade, and then the youngest is three. So. Oh
0: God. Uh, yeah. No, that's a wide range. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so going back to so so, how did you end up in? So where were you born, and how did you end up in Florida?
1: Sure. You know, Johnstown, PA. Okay. Uh, you know, Western PA mindset, yeah. sort of how Midwest. we operate how we do things. Um, a guy who had hired me at 22 to be a head basketball coach at one of the Catholic schools in Western PA eventually became the athletic director at Oxbridge Academy in West Palm. Okay. We sort of stayed in contact and I had, I don't know, I was sort of tired of uh, just being in the coaching athletic administration was young kids on the way and moved to Florida and took the job and uh, as an SID basketball coach, essentially. Okay. And, um, you know, we had two great seasons. Uh, the school's very young; it's only in its eighth year. And then we had some turnover and some transition. Some things happened. I got elevated to athletic director, and um, you know, felt time that was this Windermere Prep job was just something that was intriguing because it's a three-year-old through 12th grade. So, with all of our kids at one school, on my oh, wife, be nice. There. And yeah, how
0: big is the school? Uh, we almost have sixteen hundred kids in the school. So, so that's not high school. For
1: the
0: no, thir- high school. is
1: about
0: six fifty. Okay. Okay. And so, so people that don't know where Windermere is, I know where Windermere is because I'm yeah. like, if you can see the back. I'm like a Disney fanatic, so <laughs> I've already told my managers I'm taking them on the Sunday. I said, unless we're in the, if we're in the championship, it's gonna be harder for me, to, but I'm gonna make it work. But yeah. Um, so yeah, so so. Is it, is it a, it's a prep school. So explain how it is. Is it counties? How do you, how's your tournament? How does all that stuff work in Florida?
1: So it is a little different in, and we're sort of getting back into almost like I've said, the PA model, um, the state tournaments, so you're, you're, you're bound by districts. At one time you had to play everybody in your district. You no longer have to play everybody in your district. Okay. It's seated based on a state ranking system in the district tournament. And okay. uh, sort of play it out from there. If you win your district, you advance to the, you know, the regionals. And if you don't, you still can fall. You can fall into that sort of uh, four at-large bids to play your way in. Oh, I good. sort of like the system. It's actually worked out pretty well uh, in girls volleyball this year, although it didn't work out well for our team. But right. I like how it's set up. It worked out well for our golf program. Um, you know the the state's always trying to do the best it can. And how
0: and how far are you from Orlando? Um, well, <laughs> where do the kids come from? That's the bigger question. How big of a radius is the is the is Windermere drawing from?
1: Well, you know what? It's an international school, so there's kids. Okay. We have kids from all over the world. Okay, and we're owned by Nord Anglia, uh, which owns about a hundred schools worldwide. Okay. So, We have an influx of um, international students as well as local students. Uh, One of our young kids on the basketball team is a 6'9 kid from China who's uh, early committed to Florida. So verbal. Uh, Verbal. Nice player, you know, but uh, definitely working hard and one to get into the culture of the United States and and classes. And, you know, I think that's some of the – that's the nice thing about our school. It offers that opportunity.
0: So tell me, let's go through, let's go through your coaching journey. So, um, uh, several different high schools. What is there one thing you could share with, I have a lot of young coaches that listen to this, something mm-hmm. that, that happened to you in your coaching career that you want to share like a, like a success, a failure, a turning point, an aha moment, something like yeah. that.
1: Yeah. So we had, um, you know, early on in my career, building a program from scratch, almost like you it was called Bishop Carroll. By year three, you know, 20 win season, which they hadn't had in a long time, district champion in the state playoffs, had an opportunity to then go back to my alma mater, which was Bishop McCourt, and had immediate success, just, just sort of establishing how we're gonna do things. I mean, you know, you when you wear that uniform one time in your life and bleed, it's easier right. to tell what you're trying to sell. So we had it we had a lot of years of success and then we sort of got punched in the mouth a little bit. And in in conjunction with the baseball team having success, which I was an assistant on, and we were having a two down seasons. I mean, we down me. We still won 15 or 16. Games. It wasn't our best teams. Right. I realized at that point, man, I'm not teaching the game the way it needs to be taught. You know, I'm focused on the results. I'm focused on the score. I'm not focused on making sure we're making good v cuts l cuts showing your outside hand facing up you know
0: getting better is what i tell my guys if 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 in november we're here our upside better be better than everyone else's upside that's all i really care about yes i tell them i said if we do that we'll be there at the end yep like we'll be competitive you, you
1: you can vouch for this coach like i said you know when we get to february in pennsylvania I said, I want to see how we handle being on the road in February, down eight, going to the fourth quarter. What type of team do we have? What type of coach, coaching staff? Where are we all in this thing together to figure out how do we start to come back in that game, win that game on the road? We know we have a 45-minute ride home in 20 degrees or 8 degrees. Right. What's our toughness? What's our right. mental toughness? What's well, the, that's what- why I
0: love coming to these tournaments, I'm telling you, because we won Kingdom of the Sun in 2017. It was 2017 and it was like, it was four games in four days or something. It was something crazy. But I knew after we won that thing, it's like, all right, this was great that we won it. But I said, Ooh, we got something. Cause that's brutal. That's like, it's grind, 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 you know? And it's like, you, you're always, it's always those little tests along the way. Um, right. Coach, I'm yeah,
1: ask you, are, are you, um, you know, being in Wisconsin, what formed your basketball philosophy has it been the wisconsin style of basketball is you know,
0: it-, it, it well it depends on my group to be yep. honest with you um the that group that we won with kingdom of the sun we're gonna beat you 45 42 <laughs> um the group i got now we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna come at we're going up i mean you just yeah. got athletes i got kids that can shoot yeah so it's a little different so i think a good coach kind of adjusts to it yep you know i when i've had like you know, Coach Wesley plays for the Bucks, Wesley Matthews plays for the Bucks and Van- when I had those guys shoot, I, you know, I was just I had a good seat for it, I guess. But we just kind of went. Yeah, I was just directing. It just kind of depends. Um yeah. you know, I think obviously Matt, if we can play man, I yeah. mean, Wisconsin has the Bennett's and Bo, yeah. so yeah. everybody, you know, if we got to play man, we'll play man and yeah. we'll we'll play it as well as anybody around because it's that's just a Wisconsin thing. Right. Um, you know, we'll know our deficiencies, we'll play pack, we'll do it. I mean, if we have to do it, we can. Um, so let
1: me ask you, and I, I'm just curious to know, because again, it's so funny uh, that we're talking here tonight, because I would say four years ago, maybe I came across you somewhere. Oh, um, really? Be it online or okay. something that intrigued me about what you said or what you were teaching. I don't, I don't even really remember. But I okay. knew when I came down to Oxbridge and took over that basketball program, it was an opportunity for me as a reboot to say, "Okay, how am I going to do this?" You know, right. I know I sort of burned out the last time with it. How do I redo this to enjoy that process? So, something I must have searched and found what you were teaching. <laughs> uh, I, I don't remember what I just remember the you know when I so when I saw the email come through the other day. Oh. I said, a second,
0: I've, I've heard, <laughs> <it>. I've heard <laughs> that it. name sounds. Ooh, that's that's good. That's that's great. So, I guess my question for
1: you is: so, if you are in a pack line, if you if you are that style of defensive team. Number one, is there a shot clock in Wisconsin?
0: There is not. Uh, so there wasn't in Florida. There wasn't one in Florida. Is there no? no?
1: Not in Florida. Not in PA either. Uh, so you're okay in the pack line of allowing middle drive.
0: Yeah, I am at times. Um, yeah. The thing is, and we'll do different things. We'll we'll push sideline too. We'll do some Texas Tech, and we'll trap you in the base. We'll, yeah. we'll change it up. You know, that's the thing. Um, what's your feeling on the shot clock? This is an interesting from an athletic director standpoint.
1: So two things. One, um, about three or four years ago, we went up to Bishop McNamara uh, over the holidays and played in the Bishop McNamara tournament, and we won it, playing with a shot clock, playing as I always laugh about with our, with those kids and that we had the talent we had um, playing Western PA style basketball, right? You know, ball moves, people move. We're going to help on defense, at right. them,
0: which is not really a Florida, <laughs> Florida thing. It's different. I'm telling you, I think that's one of the reasons we won kingdom of the sun. We ended up playing the Ohio team in the championship, but we, they were looking at us like, what are you doing? I go, well, I've got a kid that's going to Dartmouth. Who's a D who's a legit mid major, high major, right? He's really smart. So he's going to Dartmouth. Right. We can play, but yeah. we can play if we're not we – we, we can't have 90 possessions or we're going to lose to you.
1: Right. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the Florida model, right? So right. We, were the, we were sort of that team, too, that was going to be opposite of what everybody else was doing
0: mm-hmm.
1: win that tournament with the shot clock. Because everyone just – they got up there, and it was almost like their comfort zone because we had been practicing that way for so long. We come back to Florida after that tournament. We beat McNamara that year. Uh, at their place. We come back the next game after the holidays. We scored nine points in the first half against the team we had beaten by fifty at the start of the year because our kid just sort of went back to well we're in Florida now. We do this is how we Right. Almost like, well no, okay, not not. So the shot clock was great. I enjoyed it from an athletic director standpoint. We struggle finding the necessary workers to run the game clock. To run the tickets, you're going to have to add another person now to run the shot clock, and then that person needs to know the
0: rules. The, list, the-, is the list is long. It's long, long.
1: Yeah. So I, I do love it. I just don't think people. I mean, I think a lot of people in Florida see it on TV and think, "Well, everyone's going to have this help." Well, right. not everyone does have this. So help.
0: here's my argument against it. Yeah. And I sound like the, I sound like the old guy getting off my, get off my porch, kind of yelling. Okay. So but here's the issue. First of all, what I think makes high school basketball unique is you can have more than one style. You can go up and down and I've coached them in 30 years. I've coached every possible style. I've been the grinder. I've been the up and down. I'm going to score more than you. I think that's one thing. If you watch college and NBA, all the games are very similar. They all yes. kind of run the same stuff. Yep. Don't let and I'm a stats teacher. I teach statistics. Don't let the one game that's twelve to six think that that happens. It happens. It's an outlier. It happens, and but it makes it's like the plane crashing. Yeah. It makes the news because it's it's a unique thing. Yep. Yeah. That's the that's the second thing is I think why are we messing with something that works? Now we play halves. You guys play quarters. Quarters. Okay, so that's going to be unique for six, my guys. They're going to love six, minute halves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We play eight, uh, eighteen minute halves.
1: I love
0: that. You know, here's why I like 18-minute halves. It makes me play more kids. Yeah. No one plays the full – no one plays the best. No one plays the entire half. Right. No one. It's like a college game. If you watch a college game, no one plays 20 minutes. in the. Right. So I know every game I got to rest guys. Yeah. I got to pull them out, give them a a minute or two blow, and then they can go again. So two 18-minute halves. um, I wish we had an extra timeout or a non-carryover one, but we don't um but the quarter thing i'm gonna love the quarter thing because that shoot i miss that teaching moment between the two um because when we get to the state tournament it's like every four minutes there's a break so it breaks it up yeah um but i i love that made that made that game that rule made sense to me in the sense that it, it kind of forced my hand to play more kids yeah great it's better for kids yeah. The shot clock does not. The argument that we're getting them ready to play in college is ludicrous. Like right. like 4% of them are going to play in college. Why are we right. getting ready? Exactly. And, and it's not really that big of a problem. Like Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family